discover the inherent power of well, God in you. You are made a member of the body of Christ. We are bona fide members. You cannot fail. It is impossible. You cannot be poor. It is impossible. Uh, it is not possible and it cannot happen. You can try very hard. It won't work. Do you know why? Because you are in Christ. And because you are a member of his body, you reign and rule with him. Hallelujah. If you know that you are seated in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers, then you would know who you are. You would know what your name is. Your name is Christ because the head is Christ. But when you make ear every morning, you make ear every day, every moment of your life to listen to him. Oh, your life will be an unending flow of the miracles. Listen to Pastor O.T. Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. It's amazing how uh, how sometimes most of us think as believers. You know, we we normally think that we've just been born again for being born again sake. You know, we just have to be in the system, hang around. You know, make some money, do something nice for yourself, build nice houses, build, uh, buy nice cars, and, you know, just be happy. Then at the end of the day, you die, you check out of this world, and then your Lord will say, welcome thou good and faithful servant. This is not true, it's a lie. And the earlier you recognize God's system and God's purpose for your life, the better it will be. Hallelujah. That's the truth of the gospel. You you tend to be safer, you tend to be <laughs> you tend to assure yourself concerning the future if you acknowledge it and then quickly fall in line. You see. And when you fall in line, you don't do it anyhow. There are some leaders who do it anyhow. They do it at their own time, at their own will, at their own pace. It's unfortunate. Hallelujah. But all of us have been called. All of us have been called. Not some people. All of us. All of us. Hallelujah. That is why I'm sharing with you on how to grow. On how to grow. Because, you see, we can't have babies in the system every time. Then what will happen when new people come in? You see. When new people come in and we have to give the 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 how do they baby cots eh? the baby cots in the church to new babies who have come and have been given birth to the older babies are still lying in the baby cots holding the feeding bottle and still sucking on the feeding bottle. Oh man can you imagine it? It doesn't work that way. God expects you to grow, to take care of others. That is the church for you. And that is why you are alive. Hallelujah. That is why you are alive today. You are alive so that you will grow in the Lord. You see, all the clothes you are wearing won't matter after some few years. That's the truth. The heaven and hell we talk about is real. It's not, we are not joking with you. If you like, die. You know, I always say, if you like, die and see. If you like, just check out of this world and see. 
whether we are joking. Hallelujah. The truth. That's what the Bible says. There's nothing more truthful than the word of God. You may not feel that there is heaven or hell, but the truth is there. And you're being born again, puts you in heaven. That's the truth. But we are not just come to heaven. God is not expecting us to just come to heaven. I've been saying that if it's just heaven, then all preachers should be having very big axes or cutlasses by them. As soon as you become born again, you just slash your head off. Then you go to heaven. But that is not why we get born again. We don't get born again so that we can just go to heaven. It's, it's stupid to just to think like that. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's babies who think like that. Oh, hallelujah. If you are in this meeting, you are not a baby. Oh, yeah. If you are in this meeting, I don't care whether today is your first time or not. You are not a baby. That is why God is sharing what he's sharing with you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. It's not just going to heaven. Let's read Colossians chapter 1. Let's read from verse 27. To whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Whom we preach, verse 28, whom we preach, warning every man. Whom we preach, we preach Christ's word, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. That we may present every man what? That word perfect there is teleus. The Hebrew, the Greek word is teleus. Teleus. And it means mature. It says we are, we are striving, we preach. Warning every man. Every man has to do with all, everybody. Whether born again or not born again. Then it says, and we teach every man in all wisdom. You see? So that we may present every man perfect in Christ. So Christ is not, God is not looking for you as a babe or as a newly born again believer. He's looking for matured individuals. He wants you to mature. And a great test of maturity is when one comes to a place where he knows about God's work and engages himself actively. Engages himself actively. <laughs> despite the shame. Hallelujah. Yeah. Being shameless concerning the work. It's called an idea. <laughs> an idea. The Greek word for shamelessness is an idea. Eh? It means being shameless. Shamelessly. He says Christ despised the shame of the cross. The guy was naked, man. What you see on TV is false. All that you've been seeing on TV is false. Nobody can depict what really happened. The best they can do is just come a little close. What you see with the, uh, 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 what is his name? Passion of the Christ. What's the guy's name, Christ? Mel Gibson's movie, Passion of the Christ. What you saw there is just a, just a small something. There's a book called The Case for Christ. If you read it, you may get some more details concerning what really happened to him. The Bible says that he despised the shame. And we have the responsibility. Believe it or not, we, you and I have the responsibility. How many of you believe what I'm saying? If you don't believe it, the Bible says it will surprise you. Honestly. It will be a surprise. I'm not scaring you, I'm telling you the truth. 
The truth hurts sometimes, but it's the truth. You can't do much about it. He despised the cross. So that he can do what God had commissioned him to do. Are you understanding? In the same way, all of us have a race. All of us have a place to get. All of us have a race. The earlier you locate it, and I'm telling you about the race. We are to have Christ formed in us, and we are to help for Christ to form in others. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? So if you come to church and you realize that you don't know some things, you don't, you don't know what, what it means to be born again, you don't understand who the Holy Ghost is, you don't understand the race, you don't understand rewards, you don't understand crowns, you don't understand, I mean, you don't understand a lot of things. You don't understand what will be happening in the future. When we talk about judgment, then your heart is becoming, it's like you're afraid. Uh, when we talk about rapture, you're afraid. When we talk about this, you're afraid. You see, you need to find time out of your busy schedule to sit down and find out exactly what all these things mean for me. Hallelujah. And we preach about them. I'm talking about benefits of what? Ministry materials. We preach about them. But someone will not get to know until the day he dies. And when you stand before him, he will ask you, if you understood what it means to stand before God, for him to question you, you will advise yourself. You know, God has given us the questions. He has given us the answers to the questions. He says, learn the questions, learn the answers. So that when you come, you can be able to answer the question. And some fool sits somewhere and says that it is not true. Or some fool thinks that, oh, it doesn't matter, I can do other things and still compensate for that. It's not true. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So God is looking for what? Perfect men. The end of the growth process is what? It's perfect men. Mature. The word tell you means matured men. Men who have come to completeness. Are you getting it? Men who have come to the full stature and measure of Christ. It's the same word that is used in Ephesians chapter 4. Go, go to Ephesians chapter 4. Let's read from probably verse 13. So we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Unto a perfect man. Unto what? Have you seen it that is showing a second time here? Unto a perfect man. He wants us all to come toward a perfect man to become matured believers. Believers who are not just sitting and warming the pews. I remember I was talking about young men on Tuesday. Young men are those who, are, who know about the vision of God and are pursuing the vision of God. Actively. There are some people working in a church but they are not young men. I remember when I was saying, some of you thought, oh, I'm a leader, so I'm a young man. It's a lie, a big lie. If you don't do the work well, and you don't do it the way it's supposed to be done, you are not a young man. You've not even, you've not arrived. You see, you, you will deceive yourself if you think you have arrived. Do you understand? Oh, hallelujah. Hmm. Doing it the way he wants it done. Sometimes when we say do this, you don't do it. You think that we are just saying something because we call you to come and do something. Oh, So you, you can't just exist in a system. He's looking for what? Perfect men. Say perfect men. Perfect men. Matured men. Matured individuals. So the end of every, the whole process I've told you is what? To become a perfect man. When you get to a point where you begin to learn and hear the voice of God for yourself, that comes from the man of God to you. Some of you think that 
You see, how would you know that this is the voice of God? Some of you are asking questions. How will I know if this is the voice of what do you what do you mean by this is the voice of God? Do you get it? Some of you are expecting God to speak in your room. Linda. Pearl, pearl, pearl. My daughter. My daughter in the Lord, pearl. I want you to do this. A, B, C, D. He won't come. Honestly, I'm telling you the truth. If you expect him to come, he may not come. When he comes, he will not come at a time you are prepared. He will come when he is prepared to come. Hallelujah. If you've ever read about Samuel, the prophet Samuel when he was a boy, and his father or his, the priest in his life called Eli. Have you ever read that, that portion of the scriptures before? No, you don't even read the Bible. Have you read that before? Have you heard that story before? You're a believer and what makes you a believer you don't know anything about. Eh? You're a believer you don't even know what, you can't even quote one scripture. All you know is John 3, 16. That one, you, you quote it wrongly. For God so loved the world, eh, it's finished. You don't, you don't even know what to add. Hallelujah. You don't, even, you don't know anything about it. What is wrong with you, my brother? You need ministry materials. Honestly. I'm not saying, you see, the, the money that is generated from, I don't use the money. Eh? If you buy a CD or if you buy uh, uh, whatever, the money, does the money come to me? Where are they? Does the money come to me? Have you given me money from that, that Pastor T, we sold this? It's not my property, it's God's property. I preach it, but it's God who inspired me to preach it. How you get saying it? Uh-huh. So it's for God, it's not for me. I can't lay my hands on it and say I'm taking the money. So don't think that you're making me rich by buying the CD. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. How do you know that this is the voice of God? Like, I'm hearing the voice of God. If you know about Eli and Samuel, you know what the voice of God is. God called Samuel as a small boy three times. And all those three times, Samuel went to Eli to go and ask him, Did you call me? Why do you think it was like that? Why do, because Eli's voice was God's voice in the boy's life. Do you understand? So when God was calling him, God called him with the voice of Eli. Some of you have had visions. And I'll come to your room and come and sit with you. Or I'll come and sit by your bed. Do you know why God uses me? Because I'm your father in the Lord. So he will use my voice to tell you what to do. So what I'm saying right now, it is not me who is saying it all. How are you saying it? I'm the one saying, of course my intelligence is here, my mind is here. I know you are wearing whatever. You are wearing brown trousers, black shoes with colored nice things on it. I know. You know, I'm aware. I know that you are wearing one nice particles with your white shirt and black tie with a very nice, what, some nice something on it like that. I know. You see. I know. Or you want me to become a hysterical some way. Aye, aye, the Lord is saying, the Lord. Then you know that God is speaking. What a shock. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is speaking to you now. You know, some people went to church. Some guys went to church. Very old men. They are like 45. They went to church and they were singing a nice song in church during the worship period. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me. Oh, speak to me. Through your word. Through your spirit. Speak the words of life. Oh, speak to me. They sang very nicely. I want to hear you, Lord. I want to hear you, Lord. Oh, Lord, I want to hear you. 
Then the worship was over. Then the preacher stood up, took the microphone and started preaching. You know what they did? They took Sunday Times. You know Sunday Times? Newspapers. One of them took one and then started opening it. And then started reading it. And those who were sitting by him also, they were looking into it. They were looking at the sports session. Charlie, when is the UEFA Champions League coming on? When the preacher was preaching. They don't know what it means to hear from God. You see, they are very foolish. Very, very foolish. You just said that, speak to me, O Lord. The man of God has just took the microphone to come and speak. And you are watching or you're looking into what? Sunday times. How stupid. God, Facebooking. In our time, is, that was a long time. This In our time, is Facebooking, chatting, WhatsApping, in the church, receiving calls in the church. You are in church, your phone is not on silence or it's not on vibration or it's not, I mean, you can, you are ready to receive a call. Hallelujah. Ready to receive a call. God is talking to you and you are ready to receive a call. You don't, you don't understand. You see, that is a problem. That is a problem. One day you pick the call and the, the phone will shock you. How don't you people, people are shocked by phones? Phone will shock you and you check out of this world. Hallelujah. Then when you appear there, he will ask you why, then you, you see what you say. I don't know if you can answer God. Can you answer to God? Can you answer God with, can you? What do you think? You can't. The only way to answer him is by using what he says. He uses where to answer back to him. Are you getting it? Because there's no, nothing else will make sense before him. Apart from his words. That is why the Bible says, let the word of God dwell in you richly. So that it will show up then, on that day. When you, when he asks you that question, you will not even open your mouth. The words will just combine and come out. You give it to me, take your thing. You'll be happy. Hallelujah. Eli, I'm Eli in your life. You are the son, I'm the Eli. What I say to you is what God is saying to you. You don't like it. <laughs> and what I'm saying to you now is that he wants you to be what? Perfect. He wants to present you perfect. We are to present you perfect, matured, complete. Without any difference, no difference from him. Fully looking like him. And you will not look like him if you don't carry the cross or his cross that he has for you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. And the cross is the responsibility. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Are you going to grow? Yeah. Are you going to stop being a baby? Yeah. Some of you have to beg you before you come to church. You know, we have to beg you. Me bra, sorry. It's stupid. Hallelujah. Leave that for babies. Leave that for... And some of you languish in places where they don't teach you anything. You know what I'm saying. They don't teach you anything. You say that you're a Methodist person. You sat in the Methodist church for a very long time, but you see that your life is becoming worse and worse. Don't you see that you have to leave? Or you can't see? Are you blind? You sat in a Catholic church for a very long time. You say you're a Catholic. And your life is opposite to what the, when you look at the word of God and you check your life, you see that it's opposite and you're still sitting there. Very soon you will see. The Bible says, Jesus has said, you have made the word of God of non-effect because of your traditions. Because of the traditions, you know, my, my mother goes there, my father goes there, I was born into whatever. So I'll, eh. When you stand before him, you will say that, oh, Lord, my mother went to college and so I was in college. Your mouth. Honestly, I'm not joking with you. Hallelujah. You are sitting there languishing there and your life is stinking. Your life smells 
very bad. You don't even know how to preach. All of us have to know how to preach. All of us. Everybody sitting here. Everybody's supposed to be a teacher. Everybody's a leader. You think that the preaching is for some people. It's for, it's for us. What, what do you mean? Why are you talking like that? <laughs> you don't understand. That is why you're talking like that. If you did, you would not say that. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. God wants you to grow. God is looking for matured men he can rule with. I'm not telling you a story. I'm telling the truth. He's looking for matured men he will rule with on that day. Yeah, he's looking for matured men he will rule with. Who will rule with his authority because he needs you to rule with him. Who will sit in your thrones and rule in this world? Hallelujah. You know men are going to be on earth for a very long time. He says you have mercy on men for a thousand generations. We've not even spent 200 generations yet. So you can imagine. So even when Jesus comes second time and goes and blah, human beings will still be on earth. Or you've not seen that in your Bible before. Human beings will still, you, we are not living now. Human beings will still be on earth. In the new Jerusalem, would there, wouldn't there be earth? There will be earth with human beings in it. There will be those, there will be a mid-air country. Eh? Where those there are the ones who rule those here on earth. And show them what to do and teach them what to do. And those people are asked, so you can't just be blessed for coming now and not coming then. Are you getting it? Yeah. God has presented you the great opportunity to learn and grow so that you can rule with him in that day. But most of us will not rule. Most of us will just be mere ordinary people. And you will know that there was a time that came that you were, you had the opportunity to do something, to become something. Are you getting it? You see, you will not lose your memory. Some of you think that when you get to heaven, bam, 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 memory gone. It, it, it ain't true. It's not true. Have you forgotten about the rich man and Lazarus? The rich, the rich man was in hell and he thought they were still on earth. So he said, send, you know, he was used to sending people, send Lazarus. Send that guy, that guy who has been feeding, send him to go and dip his finger in water and come and drop on my hand. What do you think, Father Abraham? Uh, Master, that those things are past. He had his memory. He remembered his brothers. Lazarus remembered where he was coming from. You will remember where you are coming from. It will not be something that you forget. You will. You remember that you sat here some time ago. And you see, judgment is such that this is how I see my judgment. Okay? As I'm living my life today, right now, I'm being judged. I see myself standing before Christ being judged right now. When I put the microphone down and I'm sitting here or I'm talking to you, I see myself being judged right now. As soon as I check out either I'm raptured or die, my judgment has come to an end. Are you getting it? Then the final verdict is given. Then, then. That is how you should see it. If you see it that way, it will inform you not to be foolish in your day-to-day life. Are you getting me? Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. He's looking for perfect men, matured men. Matured men. Who are running their race, carrying their cross, and making sure the kingdom of God is established in the hearts of men. Not shamefully. Some of you are ashamed of the gospel. He says, the power of God unto salvation. I am not ashamed of the gospel. 
Because it is the power of God of, of God unto, unto salvation. To the Jew first and then to the Greek. I'm quoting scripture. I'm not saying my mind. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, brothers and sisters, he's looking for teleos, matured men. Matured men. So, put all the things that set you and beset you and prevent you from running and run. Okay? And run. So that you will not be ashamed on that day. I want to show you some more in the Bible. I remember we started off by talk. We've talked about so many things. It's been, I think, it's the third week or something since we've been on this subject. I want to finish the subject today, so that from Tuesday onwards we can move on to something else. And uh, turn your Bibles to First John chapter two. But as you do, let me say this. The Bible says that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Okay? There's a place in your growth where you become a son. Hallelujah. The word son applies both to men and women. There's a place in the growth that you become what you are described as a son. And that is what I've been describing all this time. When you begin to know that, you begin to locate yourself. And then locate the voice of God in your life. And begin to respond and be led by the Spirit of God. Both for your personal life and from what comes from the man of God to you. Are you getting me? Yeah. Then you have become a son. Then you have become a son who is under authority and can function with God. Being, sonship is not, or, or uh, being called a heos is not a period. It's not a, a place. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not a stage in a growth. A pater can be is described as a son. Because he's led by the Spirit of God. A pideon can be described as a son because he's led by the Spirit of God. Are you getting me? So it's for the whole process. Hallelujah. To the moment you become aware that you are, there's someone called the Spirit of God in your life who is leading you and who is showing you what to do and that you don't, you are not of your own, that you were bought at a price. Therefore, you must honor God with your body and with your spirit, which are God's. Then you become a son. The moment you start recognizing such things and you start noticing that you don't have to live, you are not, your life is not yours. You can't live on your own like that. That is when you have become a son. Are you guys saying it? The moment you start locating your responsibilities and start acting and performing it, then you become a son. Are you guys what I'm saying? So, being a heos is not, the word son means heos. What I said is in Romans chapter 8. Verse 14. Go, let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Romans 8, 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the what? They are the sons of God. The word sons means heels. When you read verse 16, go to verse 16 and, and see. What is it, verse 16? The Spirit himself is not itself. The Spirit himself bears witness of our spirit that we are the children of God. This is different from the one we read. There are other versions that say the spirit best witness with the spirit that we are the sons of God. But the word son or children there does not mean heels. It means it's technon. It's the word technon that is used there. Hallelujah. Are you getting me? So for the babies, it's just a bear, God, the Holy Spirit best witness with the aspect that they are the children of God. But for the sons, they are the ones who are led by the Spirit of God. Are you getting it? They are led by the, they are, their lives are in, they live, they live their lives according to instructions, not according to what they think is right or what they feel is right. Are you getting it? 
Yeah. The spirit is that testifies together with the spirit, assuring us that we are children of God. Go back to verse 14. For as many as are led, let's read the amplified version. Probably amplified will give us something more. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. They are led by the Spirit of God. Therefore, are described as what? Sons of God. Heroes of God. The heroes of God. Those who are under training and under instruction. Not living their lives anyhow. Not according to what they want. You see, it, it is not what you want. Or what you want to do. It's what you ought to do. Are you guessing me? Hey, that is how, you see, some of you, a lot of Ghanaians think that believing, being a believer or being a Christian is just, <laughs> you know how Ghanaians behave. Ghanaians, it's Ghanaians who don't respect men of God. Americans don't respect men of God, but Ghanaians don't respect men of God at all. Oh yeah, seriously. It is Ghanaians who think that the church is a, is a social club. It is Ghanaians who think that the church is a place to have, you know, have friends and have fun and a place to, you know, just be happy. You come and then you say something and then you go away. You don't know, you don't understand the purpose of the church. I have a, there's a message of the purpose of the church. Go and listen to it. You are, you will see. Hallelujah. So it's Ghanaians who don't, they don't take instructions from men of God. That is why in Ghana you don't have any big church. Do you understand? Like, big church, maybe 50,000 people in one location. You don't have that because, you see, the people think that I can go anywhere and everywhere I want to go to. There are many churches in town, so I can do whatever I want to do. They don't understand. <laughs> Hallelujah. People in Nigeria understand. The Nigerian church is at least 40 to 60 years ahead of the Ghanaian church. In terms of growth. And in terms of the spirit. They are ahead. Hallelujah. You must be led. You must be thought what to do. You must be showed how to live your life. I must show you how to live your life. And that's what I'm doing now. Your life is not yours, brother. Tony, your life is not yours. Your life belongs to God. And God has placed me here to show you how to live your life. Are you getting it? Yeah. Georgina, hey, comfort. Is it Constance or comfort or comfort? Where is Constance? She's not here. Because of Constance, I normally forget which one. Georgina, your life is not yours. Adam, no be yours. Miss Odi, it's not yours. Joe, it no be yours. Hallelujah. Kodoga, it's not yours. Gorgeousbeck, it's not yours. We have two lessons in the system. and Kodoga, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. If only we understood, hey, our lives would be different. We would churn out more results. We would do things differently. We would act differently. And God would be happy with us. Oh yeah. God would be very, very happy with you. You will see that you don't even have to ask for anything. Listen, I've come to a point in my life where I don't ask for things. I don't ask for money. Money comes to, I, I don't ask. Honestly, in my prayer, I don't remember the last time I prayed that God give me under Ghana city. I don't remember. Seriously, I'm not joking with you. When, if you, if you were to live in my mind for some time, you will see what I think about. If you, if God were to give you the opportunity to live in my mind for maybe a day, then you see how, what I think about in a day. I don't, I don't think about 
some things. Hallelujah. You must be led. Then you have become a son. Then God can give you responsibilities and say, my son will get it done. <laughs> Are you listening to me? I ask you to go to First John, isn't it? First John chapter 2. Let's read from verse 13. First John chapter 2 from verse 13. So I've showed you two things. Telios and what? Helios, isn't it? Telios is what? That is the final completion. That's where God really wants you to get to. To become mature. Perfect. And heos, okay, any period in the growth where one begins to recognize. That is why I said that if you, are, if you think you're a baby here, okay, if you listen to what we are saying and you act on it, your, everything will change. Are you getting it? A lot of things will change for you. Okay? Now, we want to talk about the fathers. I remember mentioning the fathers. Pate. P-A-T-E-R. Pate. After Nyanisko, you have what? Pate. Hallelujah. After Nyanisko, you have what? Pate. Okay? After Nyanisko, you have Pate. He says, I write unto you fathers, because you have known him, that is from the beginning. I have, I write unto you young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you little children, because you have known the father. I have written unto you fathers, because you have known him, that is from the beginning. Twice he mentions the same thing. I have known you fathers because you have known him who is from what? Who is from the beginning. I have written unto you young men because you are strong and the word of God abided in you. And you have overcome the wicked one. Love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father but is of the world. And the whole world passeth away. And the last thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. He that doeth the will of God abideth forever. And I remember mentioning how that the word known there means to have sexual intercourse with God. <laughs> Hallelujah. It means to have a sexual, it means sexual, it's the same Hebrew word that is used for sexual intercourse in the Old Testament. When it says that, and Adam knew his wife, Eve. The word knew there is the same way. It means to have, it means to have a, 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 a certain level of intimacy with God. You get it? To have a certain level of, to have great intimacy. To be locked with God. Hallelujah. To be locked with God. To have, to see as God, to become one flesh with God. You see, you are one spirit with God, but when, when you are turning into a father, you become one flesh. You begin, your soul and your flesh all are suited up in God. He says that you have known him who is from the beginning. You have known him. You have had intimacy. You have had a very high level of what? Intimacy with the one who is from the beginning. Who is he who is from the beginning? I said his word. It's love. You see, and some people think that love is being easy on people. Like, oh, I love you, baby. Love means being hard as well. Love means judging rightly. Are you getting it? So the fathers are those who know how to judge rightly. They are the ones who can allow everybody to function, including the Brefors, Pideon, Technon, Nepios, Mianisco, and other partners to function. 
When we say someone is a father, he's the one from whom other people originate from. Are you getting it? He's the one who provides shelter for other people to, to be in. He is full of the love of God and full of the judgment of God. And meets out which one that needs to be met, meted out at when or at whichever time to be, it's supposed to be meted out. Are you listening to me or am I making sense at all? So these guys have become one with him in soul and in flesh. They think like God thinks. Uh, they act like God acts at every point in time in their lives. Not at certain times. They don't act out faith and come back like the, the, the Nyaniskos do. Nyanikos, Nyaniskos act out faith and then come back. No. The Pates live there. They live in faith. They live in love. They dwell in love. They are, it says, you have known him who is from what, who is from the beginning. You have had intimacy. You have had intimacy. You have had, you have become, you see, so God is expecting you to grow to a point where, when, when he thinks, you think. He can reason together with you. <laughs> are you getting me? The Bible says that, come and let us what reason together. God doesn't reason together with babies. He doesn't reason together with people who are only enthusiastic and don't know what he wants. Are tempted to just be driven into doing what they want to do. That is why he says, "Love not." He told them not to love the world. One key thing about the pates, let me show you. It's in Hebrews, Hebrews chapter eleven. The same thing was said about Moses, Hebrews chapter eleven, verse twenty-four. By faith, Moses, Hebrews eleven twenty-four. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God. Than to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. This is he says when he was what when he was come on, on, on of age, when he became a man, when he became a father, he refused to be called the son of a first daughter. He chose to enjoy afflictions with the people of God than to enjoy himself with the pleasure of Egypt. You see, the, the young men are those who like pleasures. Even though they are working with God, they are working with God for foolish reasons. They, some of them have foolish... I'm talking about the flip side of being a Nyanisko. I spoke about the positive side of being a Nyanisko the last time. But if you are a Nyanisko and you are not growing, if you are a young man and you are not growing, then you have these things coming in. Then you become a Nepios. You are getting it. Are you getting it? Nepios who they are setting in gradually. They begin to love the... They, do, they preach because of money. They are competitive. They have competitive spirit. They compare themselves with each other. Hallelujah. They are proud. If they go for meetings and they are not recognized, they are not happy. Why was I not recognized? Hallelujah. They are working with God. They know God. But you see, they have issues. Some of them have issues. The pride of life. That's what he said is in the world. He says, the love of what? The pride of life. The what? Last of the flesh. Last of the eye. Some of the young men are into such things. But when you come of age, when you become a pattern, you leave all those things. You forget about all those things. Just like Moses did. He says, esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches. They, the fathers esteem the, rich, the reproaches of Christ, what? Greater riches. Are you listening to me? Than the treasures in Egypt, which is in the world. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. They choose to suffer. 
to get the word of God into various nations. People have died. People have died. Some Nyaniscos died. And they didn't die because they died out of love. They died out of because people are dying. Let me also die. Let me also show that I can die. I get it. You know, some people would do the work of God or work, work of God because out of foolishness. Because they think that money is inside. Oh, money day inside. See the way the pastor they cake nine sheets. Ah, at least money. Me too. A guy saw a man of God taking a drink after ministry. He was taking series. Is it series or series? Series. And there was ice in the, in the glass. And the series was, the, the glass was sweating. And he saw the man of God taking the, the series. And then he put it down. Then the guy said, me too, I go ten man of God. Just because of series. It's like, man, this must be a good life. The sweet side of ministry. Oh, hallelujah. So there are some Nyaniscos who are, who are gotten to know about the responsibilities of God and are pursuing it foolishly, with foolish motives. There is a time coming in this ministry when you become a pastor, I'll send you to Asan Gregoire. And you say that you will not go. Why? Because you are thinking of what? Did the call of the, the, does God call you to be in a city? Did the call of God come with, look at like, I'm calling you to Kumase, stay in Kumase for the rest of, is that what the call of God said? No, we can't, he says, preach the gospel in the ends of the world. Asan Gregoire is part of the world. Boko is part of the world. Hallelujah. Some of you, you get married, I'll send you and your husband to Boko. You are going to preach for God. You are going to die there. Love it. A young man who refuse and not want to be transferred. Not to want to be moved. Hallelujah. Are you understanding me? Why? Because they love, they love the glitter and the glamour that comes with. You know, they want to preach on big stages. Wear white suit and then stretch out their hands. Then they, they have a picture of them. Then they are happy. It's like, man. Powerful. I'm doing ministry. You don't understand what it means. If you are going to work with God, you have to kill all those things in your mind. There's something called ambition. That must be killed. The young men who are not going appropriately are the ones who are full of ambition. So there are some preachers in the system full of ambition. They don't respect anybody. Or there are some elders in the system who don't respect anybody. Deacons and deaconesses in the system, they claim that they are whatever, they are growing a lot. Foolish. It's not true. The meter of growth is love. Not pride of life. Not lust of the flesh. Not lust of the eye. They are the ones who sleep with their sisters in the, in the church. They see someone's buttocks, hey, another person's buttocks will come, hey, another person's buttocks will come. You know, doing all kinds of things in the system. In, all in the name of working with God. There's a guy, very powerful preacher of God, right here in Ghana, some years ago. He was accused of uh, sleeping around. You know, and people defended him. A very, another very notable man of God in Ghana defended him and said that this man of God, even came on news and said that this man of God can't do that. And that particular aspect of the persecution went down. This other man of God who defended this man of God who was accused went to see him in a hotel. He was going to, uh, the, that, the other man of God was going to preach somewhere and was lodged in a hotel. So this other man of God who defended him, okay, went to see him in the hotel. He wanted to give him a message from God. When he got to the hotel room and he knocked, Kim, 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 Kim. When they op- you know who opened the door? A young lady who was half naked with a towel in front of her like this. Oh, so then he said, so when he saw him, he was like, hey, what is this? He said, can, can I see pastor? Is this pastor this thing's room? He said, oh yeah, it's just a man. 
Oh, yes, this is Pastor. He's, he's sleeping in bed. Should I get him for you? He said, you can get him for me. What do you think that man of God is doing? Is he not foolish? Is he, we have defended you. You have made us look foolish. Are you understanding? Hmm. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. are full of inquasi asem. They are working. They have understood their responsibility, but they are full of what? Stupidity. Most of them are full of stupidity. If you are not growing as you are supposed to, you'll be full of stupidity. you become some way. Yeah, are the ones who make men of God evil. They, they allow for us to be evil spoken of. Because of their iniquities. Because of their stupidity. Oh, hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Am I helping you at all? I'm showing you growth in the Lord. Okay? Growth in the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. He values suffering in the Messiah's camp far greater than Egyptian wealth because he was looking ahead, anticipating the payoff. Let's read from verse 24 to 26. Message Bible. By faith, Moses, when he, when he groaned, when groaned, refused the privileges of the Egyptian royal house. He chose a hard life with God's people rather than an, an opportunistic soft life of sin with the oppressors. He valued suffering in the Messiah's camp far. Was the Messiah there? Was the Messiah in Moses' time? But he saw more than what every other person was seeing. He valued suffering in the Messiah's camp far greater than the Egyptian world because he was looking ahead and spacing the payoff. There's a payoff. If you do it well, you'll be paid well. Hallelujah. So what does it mean to be a pater? What does it mean? I said they are the ones who have, who have come to know him who is from the beginning. So they are the ones who have come to understand what love is. They are the ones who are being filled with the fullness of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Filled with the fullness of God. They are the ones who have God to his full. It is possible. It's called the maximum load of God. Do you understand? The maximum load of God. And that maximum load of God comes as a result of what? Love. Not as a result of knowing so many things. Some of some people think that it's as a result of knowing, it's like, if you know about Elijah and where Elijah came from. You know, or you know the, 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 how God impregnated Eve, uh, 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 Mary. The processes God used to impregnate Mary. Are you understanding me? You know, some people like in going to all those things. You want to know the mechanisms. Oh man, hallelujah. Some Nyaniscos are very foolish. Seriously. The major on all the minors and minors on all the majors. The major on all the minors. Let's go to first. I, you know, I'll, I'll use the scripture by first Corinthians 13. Let's go to first Corinthians 13. Verse 1 from verse 1. First Corinthians 13 from verse 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels. Eh? Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not the word charity is love. Now, the love of God is shut abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Everybody has the love of God in them. You, you have the love of God in you. A Brefors has the love of God in him. A Pideon has the love of God in him. Everybody has the love of God in him. But the fathers are the ones who have allowed love to dominate them. Do you understand? They are, the, they are the ones who have allowed love to become their governing factor. Hallelujah. When they are dealing with their, their people around them, they don't deal with them out of this honor or outside of love. They deal with everybody in love. And as I said, love is not weak. 
Some people think that love is weak. Sometimes some people are insulting you and don't reply. And it's like, you are weak. You are not weak. You are actually very strong. You are stronger than they are. Are you listening to me? Sometimes some things are going on and some people are despising you. And you are not saying anything. It's not because you are stupid. You are not stupid. You are actually very wise. You are higher than all of them. Are you getting it? If someone insults you, he has just showed that he's younger in the Lord. No matter who he is. Whether he's the biggest man of God with big stomach in Ghana. If he insults you, who he thinks is nothing. And I'm also you know, you know how some, 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 you know, because we are, we are starting ministries and all those things, we have some of these challenges. You have some, sometimes when we go for weddings, yesterday I went for a wedding and I was, they, they said we should be officiating minister. You can't go there. If you go there, all the people, you, did you see us when we're walking into the place, to the, to go and sit at the high table? Did you see how they were looking at us like, hey, Small boys. Who are, who are these people? They keep despising us. Sometimes when you're going to, oh, I've had, I've had experiences like that. When you're going to do something with another minister in another place, they begin to insult you. They're insulting us. You know what they have done? By insulting us, you know what they have done to themselves. Babes. They have just showed us that they are babes. And we'll be quiet. Thank you for your life. Hallelujah. <laughs> they will, we'll, we'll walk. And when, yesterday we walked there and went to sit there. And when we sat down, when the ministers were coming in, they saw us. They didn't come to sit by our table because small boys, small boys get it. They went to sit on that table. I can tell you, they didn't want to even talk to us. I don't know if you saw, you guys saw it. They, 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 they you know, only the two of us is like, oh, small boys. Me and Prophet tell them. We're just there like that, you know. They won't come close to us. A father doesn't do that. A father is the one who can allow, no matter who the person is. No matter how, how, you see, God, when we say the one who is from the beginning, the one who is from the beginning is the one who came irrespective of all the foolishness that the world was doing. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He so loved that even when the world was full, you, you, check yourself and see. You, God loves you. So how dare you not love another person? You say you love God. If you love God, then show it by loving. You've not seen God yet to say you love Him. That's why I'm saying that some people will see God and say that I don't know to your flat, sir. They'll say that why is your bottle so flat? Ah, God, why are you black? I thought you'd be a white man. Why are you black? <laughs> if you have not seen God yet to say you love God, and your neighbor, your brother in the Lord, you can't love your brother in the Lord. You are a babe. You are still yet to go. That is irrespective of what he does or doesn't do. Agape, the love that is there, eh, that charity that is there, is love. And it means agape, irrespective of what the other person does or doesn't do. Are you getting it? Whether he hates you or he likes you, Jesus said that, what, what profit that you get if you love those who love you? If you do good to those who do good to you? Do good to those who hate you and those who despitefully use you and say foolish things about a father is the one who is able to stay cool. No matter what people say or don't say. And allow for people to function. And a, a great example is Joseph in the Bible. Joseph was a young boy, 17 year old boy. He had a dream and saw how that, uh, 12 sheep were gathered, were gathering up and one stood, his sheep stood in the middle and every other sheep fell to him. The moon and the star fell to him. So both the moon and the star, is it the sun and the moon? The moon and the star, right? The sun and the moon, sorry. The sun and the moon 
the sun representing his father, the moon representing what? His mother. Okay? That is what's wrong. I'm just, I'm not going to the uh, uh, doctrinal, theological aspect of it. I'm just saying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When his brothers heard it, they said, for the where? Are you trying to say that you'll be our boss? Foolish boy. Do you know when we came? We saw the sun before you. What do you mean? Small boy like you. Idiots. Even his father was tempted to insult him. His father was tempted. But his father refused to insult him. His father was tempted. But I said, are you trying to say that? Then he stopped. But his brothers, who are you? Small boy, I saw you when your mother gave birth to you. Because their mother was afraid from his mother. I saw you when Rachel gave birth to you. Some of them were even very old. You know, it's like, because some of them, very, very old guys. Leah's first four children. Very old, big men. Big manism, you know. Do you know when we came? Who are you? Insulting him and doing all kinds of things. And you see, Joseph made the mistake of still continuing. It's not a mistake. Just that you don't say it in front of people. Say it in your corner, you know. There's a reason why you don't have a signboard by, by this place. Lest people come and kill us. Uh, if you locate the place, come and be here. There's a time coming where we'll have a big signboard. There's not yet time for it. A ministry that does that, a young minister that does that is just waiting for, to be killed. You want your face to be seen. Fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Fire, yeah, 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 conference. 2013. <laughs> then you are sitting on the poster like that. Hey, you will die very soon. Hallelujah. Yeah, because some people have thick cloud enough to kill you. Are you getting it? They will prolong God's vision for you. And that was what happened to Joseph. He was still talking. And still having more dreams and communicating it to those same people. He said, eh, okay. They wanted to kill him. That was, they wanted, but for one, the eldest, what was his name? Reuben. But for Reuben, he would have died. But for Reuben, he would have died. They put him in a well. They saw it, some people going, traders moving from one location to Egypt. They sold them, sold him to them. They took him to Egypt. You know what happened to him. He ended up in Potiphar's house. Potiphar's wife tried to sleep with him. A whole lot of things. He ended up in prison. Okay? And in prison, he spent seven years in prison. And once in prison, he prophesied to, he had a dream and spoke about, I mean, two people had a dream, the butler and then the baker. They had a dream. He spoke about how that, he explained it to how that the butler would become uh, the cupbearer of Pharaoh and how that the baker would not survive. <laughs> The baker didn't survive. The butler moved out. And he told the butler to remember him when he gets to Pharaoh's house. The butler got to Pharaoh's house two years. He forgot about Joseph. If I were Joseph, the moment I became the prime minister of Egypt, the butler is the first person I will kill. I guess it's like you. Have you seen? You see how you were despising me and you forgot about me. Have you seen how what I've become now? Kneel down. Worship me. Who are you? Are you saying it? And that's how some believers are. They are, they are, sorry? Payback oriented believers. Me. Me. Are you talking about me? You have insulted me. Do you hold me? You have hurt my pride. Hey, you have a pride. You have hurt my pride. You are talking to me. Chain now. Relax, you see. 
Joseph became the prime minister. He didn't kill the, the butler. He loved the butler. He allowed the butler to function around him. Then there was a serious famine. As Joseph had prophesied. Hmm. Hallelujah. And all his 11 brothers came. With the exception of, they were 13, right? They were 13. Joseph was the 12th born. Benjamin was the 13th born. Hallelujah. The 11 who sold him into captivity came. And then, the Bible says that, you know, after everything had happened, they bowed down. They did bow down to him. When they bowed down, Joseph didn't release himself. Yeah, he didn't say that. Joseph didn't say that. You see, the fathers are those who are able to recognize the working of God. Joseph said something. He said that you taught it for evil, but God meant it for good. For God was at work all that while. Oh, even though he had suffered, the guy, you know how many years it took for him to move from prison? To be sold, go into prison, come out of prison, and become prime minister. When he became prime minister, I was around 32. 17 to 32. How many years is that? You see, hey, it's not easy. How many years? 17 to 32. 15 years. 15 solid years to be away from your father, away from your mother. Suffering, not doing something powerful. Suffering. <laughs> Hallelujah. And yet, be able to recognize that it, is, it was God who was working and not you. So the fathers are those who are able to allow, people insult them. People say all kinds of things. People can, even despite, there are some people in church, okay, who will be made the pastor by a, another, a, the man of God in the house. Made the pastor. And they will rise up and insult the pastor. And even take some people out of the church and go and start gobbling up or candlelight ministries. And when they are going, they will not just go like that. After taking the people, they will go and go and insult the man of God. There was a man of God who left a certain powerful church in Accra. When he was leaving, he said, Chain now. He said to the man of God who trained him and fed him, that you, wait, you will see. I'll prove to you in six months. Six months, you will see. Six months, you will see. None of them even use their small finger. You will see. It's like you are not, you are nothing. You will see. This is the one they used to check the egg in uh, chicken's butters. You will see. Up to date, we don't know where he is. The six months have passed and gone. This, what I'm saying is like 20 years ago. We don't know where he is. He didn't survive. A father doesn't, he still, he will not curse you. <laughs> so fathers do curse. If you are not lucky and you get a cursing kind, he will curse you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. He allowed him. Oh, you can do whatever. And spread false things concerning him. That he's sleeping with the ladies in the church. He's doing this. He's doing that. He's doing this. He's doing... Someone said, another person in Nigeria said, I'll run you out of this. I've been reading a lot of things this week. And listening to a lot of things along some lines this week. I'll run you out of this town. The guy started a church. If this is the church, the guy started a church in that red building over there. And if this was Heaven Gates International Ministry. He said Heaven Door. He called this Heaven Door International Ministry. <laughs> heaven Gate and Heaven Door. What is the difference? And he said to just there, I'll run you out of them. I'll run you out of this town. Saying all kinds of things. 
He also didn't survive. Hallelujah. Fathers are full of love. And as I said, they meet out judgment when they are supposed to. Sometimes a father will curse and judge you. Are you guys saying it? Oh, hallelujah. Just because of what you did. Or what you allowed yourself to become. So Joseph didn't say, His father came and bowed. His mother came and bowed. Everybody came to bow. But he wasn't full of it. He wasn't puffed up. The Bible says love is not what? Puffed up. Love allows the other person to grow. And function. Are you getting it? Love is not full of jealousy and talk. They are all that I'm saying is in First Corinthians 13. Let's read it. Probably we'll see, we'll see some more. Okay. So, these are one of the things some people do and think that they are grown. Eh? The verse one. People do this and they think that they are matured. They speak with, you know, some people can prophesy, you know. I'm not saying prophecy is wrong. First Corinthians chapter 13 came after. It's in between. Go to the very last verse of verse First Corinthians 12. And then you see what I'm talking about. He says, but covet earnestly the best gifts. And yet, show I unto you a more excellent way. So love is called the word, the more, not just an excellent way, the more excellent way. In other words, if you really want to grow, make an effort to grow in love. And the father is the one who has grown in love. Hallelujah. And has allowed love to permeate and take his, his attitude and his life into, into, into full force. I show you a more excellent way. A more excellent way. So if you are prophesying, the Lord is saying to me, kabai, kabai, olama shatamai, olama shapatai, ay, 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 the Lord, the Lord, mima, 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 tai, 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 mima, maba, 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 maba. Then you prophesy to us. The Lord is telling me to tell you that you are going to increase. The Lord is telling me to tell you that your mother is a witch. The Lord is telling me to tell you that this one is happening. You are prophesying, you know, doing things. Then you finish my prophecy. Your sister, the one, the same person you prophesied to step on your toes in a certain way, spoke to you in, an, in not a nice tone, in not a so nice, foolish girl. Who would, have you forgotten I prophesied to you? Who do you think you are? You know who you are talking to. You see, you are a baby. You are you are a big baby with a big bottle with big di- diapers. <laughs> Elephant bottles with big diapers. <laughs> I remember I, I was working with my mom in her shop, you know, and someone came to buy pampers. And you know, the pampers have sizes. We have size nine, size three, size you know, we have sizes size ten. The guy came and said that my top pampers ten years. Yeah, he said, he said, me top of any business and say, what size? Size better now, because I'm going to pay 10 years. He got some of the Akrano or Oshnoana. Akrano or Oshnoana, elephant. Hallelujah. Easy. So they will come. Prophets, I speak with tongues of, go to, go to chapter 13 verse 1. This is the verse before chapter 13. The, the scriptures were not written in verses and in chapters. So this one just, the, this one follows the other one. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels. Eh? Tongues of men and angels. Hallelujah. 
and have not love, I have become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal in the ears of God as you are prophesying and doing, hey, hey, talai, talai, chai, 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 is what God is hearing. Are you getting me? You are a big fool. Oh yeah. That is why some people will get to God and they'll be surprised. Some people think it's working on miracles. It is not that too. The fact that Pastor Chris is working in miracles does not mean that he's matured, fully matured, it's like complete whatever. No, it's not true. It ain't true. If you live with him for one week and you see that he's not full of love, then you can tell that this guy is a suspect. Or you're a suspect. Hallelujah. And sometimes that is the most difficult thing when you're living with someone. Your love is tested when you're living with your brother in the Lord, in the same room. In your marriage, when you have a permanent roommate. You understand? Person steps on your toes. Oh, sorry, I'll see a preacher. Oh, sorry, I'll see a day. Hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hey, can you hear me? <laughs> then a person will come and sit in church nicely, like nothing is up when you're preaching. Oh, Pastor, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Pastor. Oh, she's, she's, she's to the back. Hallelujah. It is not what you demonstrate in church that makes any difference. It is what, you see, how is your attitude becoming? Is your attitude becoming that of love or your attitude you are becoming? Is it that the more we teach you, if the more we teach you, the more proud you become, get out of this church. Are you getting it? You have, you can resign, just write resignation letter for me and then go out. If that is what, you, the, the result you are getting. If the more I preach to you, the more some way you become, then leave. If the more I preach to you, the more loving you become, then stay. Hallelujah. So a lot of people make that mistake of thinking that if someone can work a miracle, and there was a guy who came to see me, oh, I can work some miracles, I can prophesy, I can do all those things, I can do this, I can do this. So I think I'm fit for the ministry. I said, you're a joker. That is not the ministry. If you've noticed in my ministry, you'll not be prophesying every day. When you see someone, I see the Lord. I see the Lord. Ah, dang. Why? What are you? Why? Why? You read your words. Every time I see the Lord. Every time I see the Lord. Why? Why are you singing the Lord like that? Are you okay? Ministry is not like that. Ministry is love. Eh? The ability to love and take care of someone. And have not, and become as a sounding brass, a tinkling cymbal. Let's go on. And see some, and though I have the gifts of prophecy, prophecy has even been meant, it says, though I have the gifts of prophecy, and understand all mysteries, and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains and have no charity, I am what? I am nothing. The Amplified Version says, I am a worthless nobody. Is he saying that all these things are wrong? Is he saying that prophecy is wrong? Is he saying that speaking in the tongues of men and the tongues of angels is wrong? Is he saying that knowing all things is wrong? Is he saying that he's not, he's not saying it is wrong? There's nothing wrong with having all knowledge. That is why we'll give you all knowledge. Are you getting it? We are designed to give you all knowledge. I'm, I'm, I'm instructed to give you all the full counsel of God. I'll not give you half and leave half and say that you are not mature so not, or you are not growing in love. So no, I'll give you everything. But you see, what you are knowing or what you are learning should be learned in what? In love. There are some preachers who are proud. They are untouchable, they are unreachable, they are unseeable. Meanwhile, the Lord that you are emulating was touchable, seeable, reachable. Some, some pastors, they sit in the church and they sip on wine, you know. 
The priest want to take why? Hallelujah. So the Lord is telling me to tell you. When they finish their service, he's gone. Nobody sees him, nobody reaches, nobody can touch him. Hallelujah. If Jesus were like that, would we be where we are now? No. Are you understanding me? There's nothing wrong with all knowledge. I believe in all knowledge. I believe in knowing about the cockatrice. I believe in knowing the, the mechanism of how Mary got pregnant. I believe in it. But if I'm just believe knowing it for knowing sake and not knowing it to better my life and to be able to better the life of others, I'm a big fool. And it is even expressed, especially in the way I express my knowledge. You understand? The way I express my knowledge. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 8. Let's read the amplified version of 1 Corinthians chapter 8 from verse 1. Are you listening to me? Alright. Now, about food offered to idols. Of course we know. Of course we know that all of us possess knowledge concerning these matters. Yet, mere knowledge causes people to be puffed up. Mere knowledge. So, it's mere knowledge that brings what? Puffing up. Mere knowledge. Not knowledge in love. Okay? Mere what? Mere what? Mere knowledge causes people to be puffed up, to bear themselves loftily and be proud. There are some proud elders and deacons in the system. Who go about showing, having a show of the, the things they know. Do you know this? Do you know this? Do you know this? It's stupid. You can catch them from the way they talk. The more they talk, the more you see that yeah, you don't know anything. You don't know what you think you know. That's what the Bible says. It says, they bear themselves lovely and be proud. But love, affection and goodwill and benevolence edifies. Love, that's what. It ed- the word edify means what? To build up. It causes the other person to grow. Edifies. And builds up and encourages one to grow to his full stature. So how are we going to grow to our full stature? By love. What shows that you have come to maturity? Love. How well were you able to love? We see some more qualities of love. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Let's go to the next verse. If anyone imagines that he has come to know and understand much of divine things. You know some of us it is sad. And you see, that is a problem of the believers today, of today. That is a sad thing about believers. It pains me a lot. Sometimes it tempts me to even become a bad person. Hallelujah. They tempt and test my love. I have to love them still. They are so annoying sometimes. But we have to love them. Hallelujah. God is, God is suffering power. Seriously. Do you know who God is? If God should tell a man that he loves him. And the man, it's like God is pursuing you and chasing you. Do you understand? God is chasing you. God! God now. God is now chasing people. Eh? Those who are doing all kinds of things. You know, believe, in Ghana we have religious people. They go to church but they are not born again. A lot of people. God is really chasing them and seeking after them. God! And people are insulting him in, the, in his face. Come off of there. God is chasing them. Then they will turn. Come off of there. Then they continue. Insulting God in the face. With their actions and with their life. They will fornicate before God and tell him that, you see, 
We are enjoying ourselves. You say, this is an enjoyment. Go away. They do all kinds of things. Yet God still loves them. Can you imagine the heart of God? God's heart is so big that anything can happen on it. And that's the kind of heart God wants us to also have. So these believers, it says, if anyone imagines that he has come to know and understand much of divine things, oh, they will tell you of divine things. They will tell you things. They will explain some things. How the blood, the DNA of Jesus. Oh, man. The genealogy of Christ. Christology. Theology. Anthropology. All the ologies. Eschatology. They will say, hey! Divine things. Hallelujah. Divine, powerful things which will make you confused when they are finished. It's like, what are you talking about? After they are finished, we say, hey. So, so what are we supposed to do? We don't know what to do. They can examine how the Holy Ghost looks like. Oh, yeah. Hey, you don't know? You don't know? Maybe you should find out. People can examine how the Holy Ghost looks like. And explain. Seriously. This, if you think you have come to know much of divine things without love. So, you see, love, you know what makes your work or your, your, your work go before God. You know all of us will be passed through fire. The judgment is fire. Are you getting it? All of us will be passed through fire. When you are passed through fire, anything that does not have love in it will burn. It's chaff. It's wheat. In rare. Stable. Wood. Hay. All of them will burn. Or you've not heard of that before. Okay, probably you've not heard. First Corinthians 3, 13. Let's read from verse 12. Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. So if it is wood and it goes through fire, what will happen to the wood? If it is hay, you know hay. To burn. Stubble. To burn. The only things that will survive are what? Gold, silver, precious stones. All those things have meaning. Gold has a meaning. Silver has a meaning. Precious stones has a meaning. Gold is having a great hinge on the divine life of God. Eh? Are you understanding? That's what gold means. In other words, living your life from that divine life. Okay? And working from that divine life of Christ in you. Silver is, silver means redemption. It means living your life from or working from the redemptive work of Christ. And not from thinking about how much of a sinner you are. Okay? Precious stones. What are precious stones? Your work as a priest. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You see, you know why sometimes I say some of these things? It's for you to go and learn some more. I've explained this more. Go and learn some more. And I've preached about it before to go and learn for it. Go and look for it. Hallelujah. Let's go back to First Corinthians. So all of us, our work will be passed through fire. If it will survive, it will be based on what? On love. It is love that makes your, your, your work and your work survive the fire. Go to First Corinthians chapter 8. Amplify. What we are reading, verse 2. If any man imagines that he has come to know and understand much of divine things without love, he does not yet perceive and recognize and understand as strongly and clearly, nor has he become as intimately acquainted with anything as he ought or is necessary. Are you getting it? So you think you know, but you don't know anything. 
The more you talk, the more of a baby we know that you are. The more you communicate, the more we know that hey, we are Kala Papa, we are baby. Oh yeah. You might be saying coca tricks and saying Leviathan and Orion and uh, uh, Pleiades, but all that I said is in the Bible. But you will, you will not see that it is anything. Go to First Corinthians 13 and let's continue. First Corinthians 13. Let's read from verse 2. I want to say some few things and then we'll close. And if I, if I have prophetic powers, the gift of interpreting the divine world and purpose and understand all the secret truths and mysteries and poses all knowledge and possess all knowledge, sorry. And if I have sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains. You see, these people, they don't move mountains only. They remove the mountain. You understand? They don't move. The Bible says you move, but today they, they remove. Their, their faith is very powerful. Can remove mountains, but have not love. God's love in me. I am nothing, a useless nobody. Isn't it? I'm a useless what? Nobody. All that I did would not count for anything. It would be foolish. Let's go to the next verse. Even if I dole out all that I have to the poor, some people believe in what? Philanthropy. That is, this is why I said there's nothing like philanthropy. If I dole out all, my, all that I have to the poor in providing food and if I surrender my body to be burned. So some people did die. And some people will die. And if I surrender my body, should they die because everybody was dying? It was the order of the day. Some people will, be, will go to Afghanistan because we'll send them to and they will go. Not because they love the job, but because everybody's like, we are all going. <laughs> we are going. Then they also go and go and die. Foolish death. And if I surrender my body to be burned or to, in order that I may glory, in order that I may what? So they are going is because they want to be acknowledged that, hey, do you know, uh, Albert, the King Albert, maybe that time you be Pastor Albert or Prophet Albert. Prophet Albert has gone to Afghanistan to go and die. You, what are you doing? So we use it as, as a measurement. Do you get it? You know that when you go and die, we use it as a measurement. You, you be, you glory. Or even if you don't die, you are, you are just there. We will say that I'll, I'll use you as an example when I'm preaching. When I sent Albert to, Prophet Albert to, to, to Afghanistan. You, what? One arm was cut off. Look at him, armless Prophet, Prophet Albert. Then he's happy. You know? So he's going to take one arm off, not because of God's way, or because of love, but because he'll be spoken of in a glory way. Are you getting it? How can, it's amazing. God says you are unqualified. Sorry, man. If I surrender my body to be burned or in order that I may glory, but have not love, God's love in me, I gain nothing. There's nothing wrong with going to Afghanistan. It is, you see, what love shows us is that every purpose, every motive, every plan we have must be motivated by what love. If I am preaching here because I want to probably let everybody know that I'm a preacher, I'm a foolish person. I'm the first person to go to uh, uh, outer darkness. I'm the first person. So you can sit here and listen to me, and get a bigger place in the Lord than I would if I don't check myself. I get it. Some people think that ministry is preaching. If you are standing, the one standing at the door, directing people, it's as much as a minister as I am. If you don't function, how can we function? I get it. <laughs> Some people think that ministry is just wearing nice suits like myself. You know, my suit is very nice. Hallelujah. Right? I'm shy. I'm shy. Thank you. You know, it's like wearing nice suit, nice shoe, and then coming to sit, stand here, and then healing hands. Healing hands. What was the song we were even singing? 
you know, then you chuckle like that. The Lord is telling me to tell you. A man of God. It's, it's very foolish. Hallelujah. As some of you, when you think about ministry, that is what you think about. Ministry is not that. Ministry is love. Hallelujah. Love is amazing. Love is amazing. Let's see some of the qualities of love. Okay? As I'm talking, I'm talking about the fathers. The qualities of the fathers. These things you see in the fathers a lot. Go to verse 4. Love endures long. And is patient and kind. Love endures what? Long. And doesn't complain and say that I'm enduring long. Eh? Love endures long and is patient and kind. So in the endurance is what? Patient and what? Kind. Probably you are in the church and something is not going well for you. Okay? And it's like you are enduring. When I meet you and I ask you, what, what is happening? Pastor, I'm enduring. I'm enduring. Pastor, seriously, I'm enduring. Hey, seriously, Pastor. Pastor, you have to pray for me. See, the way they are doing, the way the elders are doing this to me, they are doing this. You are not working in love. Are you getting me? You are not working in love. What are some of the examples you can give? What? Households. <laughs> Household. Household leader. Calling the members. You are calling and they are not minding you. You come for evaluation, you ask, Pastor, I've been calling you. I've been calling Papa Pastor. Pastor, the people. And you're Pastor. Bram me, Breno, suffer. What are you doing? You're making us know how much of a baby you are. Love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy. Never envious. When someone becomes becomes an elder, yeah, by answer no, but I don't want. Yeah, by answer no, by answer no, we came before he came. What I why why? That is what does he know? He doesn't even know anything. Hallelujah. Love never is envious. No boss or battle jealousy. So someone says, Hey, Pastor. Pastor, I'm wearing my heart. No. No. Love doesn't do that. Love esteems the other person better than himself. Love doesn't say I'm better than you. I'm better than you. What, why do you have to get this and I'm me? I'm the, <laughs> love doesn't do that. Fathers don't do that. Fathers are not in competition with anybody. They don't, they don't have, they don't envy anybody. They are not jealous. You know what jealousy means? Jealousy mama. Jealousy papa. If someone has something new, hey, then it pains you. Then your prayer, you increase your prayer. Because someone has become something, you increase your prayer. Lord, make me some Lord. Why? Why? Love doesn't do that. It's not boastful or vainglorious. You have made an elder right now. Charlie, right there, be elder. Do you know, do you know I bought, I bought a car last week? You don't know? The car is very serious. Boasting all over the place. Do you see this shit? This is a Mangari Mangari suit. 
it's a Gucci, Gucci, Gabbana, Gabbana, whatever. Customized. You know who, who sold this? It was Luigi Mamlenio Memlenio. Who did it? You know, all of them have weird names. I don't know why they, they are Italians. So, Mamlenio Mamlenio, Govlinche, Govlinche. Uh, 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 what does uh, Miss Bell say? Miss Bell said, Gucci Bellino. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's not boastful or vain glory. You're seeking for glory in vain. Doing things because of glory. Vain glory. Do you understand what I'm saying? In your personal life. Because you have been to the university, you don't respect anybody. Because you have been to poly, you don't respect anybody. Eh. Your mother is even talking to you and she can't talk to you. Why? Because you have been to science. You have been to poly. You have been to university. Oh, yeah, guy. You know, they can't talk to you. You have finished poly. You have finished university. I know your shoulders are like this. And all your shirts are like starch, starch shirts. They are all around you. Around you like that. Why? We can't even talk to you. There are some people we can't talk to. Do you understand? You are such that we can't, your attitude is such that we can't talk to you. You easily, you get angry. When we correct you, hey! Hey! Pastor! Hey, Pastor! Uh, why? Pastor! You are angry. You can't communicate. Your parents can't even say anything. There are some people who ha- their parents can't say something into your life. It's like, we can't talk to you. Why? Why? You are proud. Love is not pride. You, should, you, should, you see, if you don't have anybody correcting you, you should cry. If you don't have anybody in your life who can call you and say, this is not your doing. It's not, the, it's not the best. Change it. If you don't have anybody like, like that in your life, cry. Everybody cry right now if you don't have anybody. Cry. Seriously. Does not display itself haughtily. Eh? We're just trying to explain this the last time. What, what, what does it mean to be haughty? The ladies. What, what does haughty mean? Let's check there. What? In Jehovah. Too known. Some way, some way. Then. Arrogance. What? Oh, any dictionary in the system. What does yours say? Haughty. H A U G H T I T Y. T Y, right? Very proud. Eh? Very, that's a basic, okay. Having or showing arrogant superiority to and disdain of those one views as unworthy. So you, you have the ability, you have the, you are, you are, you, you see people as unworthy. We are foolish, pa. Having or showing arrogant sub, or uh, arrogant superiority to the, to and disdain of those one views as unworthy. Disdainful, imperious, lordly, overbearing, prideful, sniffy, supercilious, swaggering, <laughs> swaggering, proud. Yeah, it's there, swagger. You know swagger is an English word. One good thing is, it's not a hip-hop word. It has been there for a very long time. Swaggering. Haughtiness. Hallelujah. You want to show your swagger everywhere you go. I got swag. You know what I'm saying? You know, all about pride. Haughty. Because you are a leader. It's like every member is sanquas. Then I'm going to... We're organizing household meetings. Like champion, champion, champion. The Lord says, I should tell you this. As the Bible is saying. You, know, you have done your face like someone has, someone has flatulated on your face. Why? Relax. Proud. Because you have just been made... 
what does it mean? What does it even mean? What does it mean? Eh? What is that? Hallelujah. Listen, be down to the, be, be, be to the floor. You understand? People may disrespect you, but don't worry. Just be to the floor. Be cool. Okay? Yeah, sometimes you have to show that you are somebody, but actually relax. Let's go on. Let's go to the next verse. There are so many things lovers. Next, verse 5. It is not conceited, arrogant. It is not conceited, arrogant and inflated with pride. It is not rude. Unmannerly. Some ladies can be rude. Someone came to propose to you. Another came to propose to you. So, and you said no. So right now, it's like, hey. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who else that? Rude. Unmannerly. We can't exist with you. It's, love is what pulls people together. Are you understanding? If we are going to stay together for 20 years, 30 years, all of us, if all of you are going to be here for 20, 30 years, it's going to be dependent on this quality called love. Refusing to be hurt by anybody. Do you understand? Some people will be hurt sometimes to come and then they'll say that, I am leaving the church. Are you the only church in this world? I'm leaving. Are you the only people in the, in the, in the world? I'm leaving. I am hurt. No, hurting should not let you leave. And then when you're leaving, you poison everybody around. This is what they are like this. This is what they are like this. It's believers. Believers can't talk. Male believers. It's not even only females. Male, we have male believers groups. Poisonous. Snakes. Serpentine nature. I'm about to say, yeah. He says, it is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomingly. Unbecomingly. Sometimes ago you are like this, now you are like another thing. We don't even know, we can't tell what you have become. All of a sudden you have changed. Because someone did something wrong to you. Why? No, if you join a church, you have joined it forever. You don't live when you, you think that you are supposed What do you mean? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many say, eh? Love, God's love in us does not insist on its own rights, on its own way. I know my rights. You know I know my rights. I know my rights. Especially in marriage. I know my rights, the men. I know I'm the man and you are to listen to your mouth. We won't listen to you, Bia. Go away. <laughs> Go and be your man somewhere else. We are living. A day. And then the woman. I know my rights. I know my rights. When they're asking for sex, you say, I know my rights. Your mouth, your rights is part of your rights. It does not insist on its own way. If you say, for instance, I'm the pastor of the church, okay? You might be a fellow pastor. You come and tell me that we have to do this and I don't do it. You don't say that because you're not doing it, I'm leaving the church. What, what are you talking? Eh? Some people have done themselves that they, they, they are the ones who know everything. Yes, I know everything. Don't come and tell me anything. Hallelujah. Are you getting me? There are some dynamics of love that if it is existent in a house, if that is the culture of the people in the house, oh man, nobody can impregnate the system. Are you getting it? And no foolish person can come out from within and become somewhere, something. Antichrist comes from within. Judas comes from within. Ahithophel comes from within. Absalom comes from within. Joab comes from within. Judas Iscariot. 
Judas, I mentioned Judas, probably. So Judas Iscariot also can't show with it. Everybody can't show with it. Oh, hallelujah. Are you understanding my message? Love. So if you move from here and you go to another place, what shows that they too will not hurt you? What shows that they too will not hurt you? Very soon they will hurt you. Then you also live, then you'll be in the skies. And you have service in the skies. Hallelujah. For it is not self-seeking. Eh? I think these things are self-explanatory. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Because we have done something wrong to you. So you know, some, some marriage, married people can remind, in 1975, you did this to me. We are in 2013. This thing you did in 1975, you repeated in 1984, you did it in 1995, you have done it again in 2013. Statistics. More than statisticians. They will locate the thing. You did this, you did this, you did this, you did this. You have done it again. I don't like that. He does not pay attention to a suffered wrong. There are some people in church, they'll mark people, you. At this thing that you have done, if I give you the opportunity to do it to me again, then let them call me Ajua. Probably it's a guy. Call me Ajua. Then when it happens again, I told you I, I. Call me Ajua. Does not pay attention to a suffered wrong. He doesn't look at what people have done to, to him and then, you know, makes decision concerning that. No, 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 no. Love doesn't do that. If we allow love to permeate our hearts, and allow love to mature us and make us become men in the Lord. Oh man, how can we not survive together? How can we not exist together? It's only two believers that you put them in a room. By the time you go and come up back, they are fighting. But put two Muslims in the room, they will be functioning together. Put two hours in the room, they'll be functioning together. My Arab brethren, they love themselves. Oh, you don't know. In their hometown, they don't like themselves. But when they move there from their hometown, and they, they go to a foreign land. We are together. Nobody is moving. We are all together. We are acting together. We are doing everything. My my brothers, can you can I see your web? Away. You can explain. Your house is not up. Hallelujah. They love each other. When one person locates something good, they bring everybody to come. Are you getting it? Yeah. But put two believers together. Put two believers together. Account of wrong. You did this, 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 you did this. Then you see explosions taking place. That is why in church you have factions. You have cartels in church. You know, if, if a pastor makes a mistake of starting women's movement in the church, it's finished. The church is in trouble. Women's movement. Oh man. A merco. A merco in the church. Oh. Forget it. I know some, there's a church opposite my house. I won't say which dimension they come from. The Merkel people, the Merkel leader had two deputies. The two deputies wanted to inherit the Merkel leader. Now the things they were doing to slander the Merkel leader and themselves, it is serious. It is more than politics on the streets. It is more than what the Kufado and Atamos do to themselves. Hey! Killers! They can go and go and convince someone that this person is wrong, so don't vote for the person. Have you heard? Opeyapa! Oh, you see, oh, you see, he's like this, he's like, he's like this, like, seriously. And the church is divided. Sometimes it's two pieces. Not even if it's two, we bless God. Sometimes it's two pieces. You have three people, three people, three people. Oh! Oh! Oh, man. 
they bring divisions and strife and anger and destruction to their, to their system. All because you started in Meku. What a shock. Pays no attention. Does not take account of what they even done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. It, it does not, it's not fretful, touchy, or resentful. They say having resentment for another person is like taking poison and expecting the other person to die. If you resent someone, only resent. If you see the person, their heart is busy. Boop, 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 boop. Who do you think will die? Who do you think will die? Is it not you? You will die. You are the one who will become sick and die very soon. Because you resent the person. So in church, when someone is coming to hug you, you see when we are hugging, uh, then someone will do this. <laughs> Pass under your arm. And you go and hug another person. Swear you. When you coming, oh. And you will go and hug someone else. Why? Because you are not talking to someone. If anybody is not talking to anybody from this moment, when we finish now, I will say hug again and I will be looking. Who will swear Oh yeah, some people, when they are coming, and they will go this way. When they, they see that the person is coming from here, Oh, hallelujah. You are deceiving yourself. They don't hug, mind hugging another person twice. Because they love the person. This one here, they don't like. Why? <laughs> Just to swear the other person. God doesn't like that. Hallelujah. <laughs> next verse. Let's go to the next verse. It does not rejoice at injustice or righteousness. You know injustice. What does that mean? It does not rejoice in what? Or a suffered and unrighteousness. You know, someone does something wrong in the church and you are supporting the person. Are you getting it? You don't want to choke the person. Someone says something wrong, you don't want to even choke the person. You know, you must choke. It's called godly choking. You don't know. If I should have said this in leaders, if you're a leader here, you are my eyes, you are my ears, you are my mouth. Don't you talk on my behalf. So, if you see something, come and tell me. Pastor, I saw this. I saw this. I heard this. I heard this. Come and tell, oh yeah. So that we know what is happening. Oh, you don't know? It is called communication. Communicate to us. If you keep quiet, you are what? You are rejoicing in the injustice and unrighteousness that is being done. You don't love the person. You want to meet someone jumping on someone. As a frog on, in the daylight, you know. Jumping, kim, 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 kim. Two leaders, or a leader and a sheep. And then you keep quiet because the leader is your friend. What is wrong with you? Come and tell me. Are you getting it? Come and tell me. Tell us, the pastors. And also you are rejoicing. You may not, you won't say anything, but you are rejoicing. And that's what it means. Hallelujah. But rejoices when right and truth prevail. Someone is rebelling in church. You like it. Someone rebelled and left. You always make reference to the person. This man of God, they are like him. Oh. This man of God, they are like him. Oh. Your mouth, you also join very soon. Hallelujah. Let's go on. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes. It's ever ready to believe the best of every person. Do you understand? It's ever ready to believe the best of what? Every person. You dear, you like listening to the bad things concerning everybody. You never commend anybody. You. You never commend anybody. Always. This person is like this. This person is like this. person is like this. person is like this. When you hear that, this person has done this. Hey, I'm I know talk. 
He has revealed himself. Hallelujah. Love best upon anything and everything that comes. Is ever ready to believe the best of every person. The best of every person. Let us be like that in church. Oh! Say, hey, You understand? Hey, hey, It's ever ready to believe the best of every person. The best of every person. The fact that someone opened up to you and mentioned that she has done this before in times past does not mean that that should be your, your anthem. Go, who did why? The person didn't tell you to go and expose the person. No. Hallelujah. Are you understanding? Believe in the, the best of the person. When you hear good news, rejoice. When you hear someone has been promoted, rejoice. When you hear something good has happened, rejoice. Not, eh. Somebody has its hopes are faithless and under all circumstances. Its faith, its hopes are faithless under all circumstances. And it endures everything without weakening. Oh man. Love is very powerful. And the fathers are those who have allowed these, all these things. You see, if you see yourself faltering in one or the other, and you think that you are in your school or you are whatever, whatever, know that you have to grab some more. I hope, as I'm talking, you notice that you, nah, it's like, hey, where the menyadio? You, sometimes you see that this one there, you do well in it. At the time when I'm talking, you see that this one there, hey, it's not, this one there is me. Love is, uh, growing up is gradual. You didn't take a week to become the way you are. When you're one week old, your head was too small. Your mouth was too small. Hallelujah. Now your head is big because you have grown over the years. Your mouth has increased because you have grown over the years. Hallelujah. So it's gradual. Okay? Don't be in a hurry to grow. If you are in a hurry too much, like, hey, I'm too, I'm too, you will not grow. Just relax. Eat the food you are supposed to eat. Listen to the messages. Not just any message, like I said. Okay? Not just any message. Some people listen to just any message. You will not grow. Listen to the message that teaches you who you are, what Jesus has done for you, what he is doing for you now, what the Holy Ghost is to you now. How you'll be in the future. Those are the things you have to listen to. And we have all of them here. Watch the videos. As you see me moving around, you will enjoy the message to keep you alive. Probably you are sleeping in church when I was preaching. You wake up and you hear it some more. It's only then that you can stop me and remind me. I'll go. I'm going to continue saying and come back again. Listen to them. Read books concerning what I'm preaching to you. Good books. And see yourself grow and become who God has called you to be. I love you very much in Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you so much and God bless you for listening. This message was brought to you by Christ World Incorporated, a thriving ministry which God is using to bring his people into their inheritance. For any further information, contact these numbers 0245-959460 or 0205. 05740. You can also like our Facebook page and be updated on all issues. Christ World, the world where Christ is all and in all. God bless you.